good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cup, hitting cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. And we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. They are, Robert. And today's this portion of the show is supported by Minnesota 350, a grassroots organization fighting for climate justice. Yeah, yes, they do. And hey, today, uh, Haley and I were at the Capitol uh, celebrating, and I don't know if celebrating is the right word, uh, supporting a national MMIWR day here, missing and uh, murdered indigenous women and relatives. And it was uh, unbelievably uh, solemn and some great speeches there. And I think most of our show is going to be about that today. And uh, Haley, Mm -hmm. we'll have uh, Wendy on for her sacred animal section in the last section but with a fun facts friday to bring us into a smile on our face but we were able to uh see a lot of great speakers out there like lieutenant governor peggy flanagan uh Mm -hmm. our own state senator mary kunish and then jamie becker finn and of course uh heather keeler who uh, we just adore here on native roots radio yeah yeah it was a great time and actually that was my that was my first um, big Native event, actually. Uh, so I was really excited to get out there and meet everyone and and uh, hear the speeches. They were incredibly moving. Uh, uh, Peggy's almost brought me to tears. Um, so I'm excited for you guys to uh, take a listen to that here coming up. And, and yeah, it was amazing. Well, why don't we get to that, Haley? Why don't we listen to our own Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, who uh, brings us uh, joy and peace in a, a segment every couple weeks, and we really love her and love her for that and what she does for the state of Minnesota and especially our community. So let's take a listen to Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan today. Uh, you everybody. I'm um, really honored to be here, and I just want to... I want you to know what this looks like from in here. The fact that we are here in this moment and there are teepees on the lawn in front of a statue of Newt Nelson (laughs) is really something. And I don't know that I could have imagined this moment just a few years ago for all of our friends in the legislature who are here in solidarity, but in particular to our native legislators who are here. Every day, these leaders go into this space and represent all of us. Every day they are in this space as they have to hear outrageous things that should never be uttered from anyone's lips about who we are and how we exist. And every day they are carrying this weight. So I just want to take this opportunity to just say to our amazing Native legislators who do this work every day on our behalf and walk into this building who may not always have the kind of prayers and protection that they need. So my ask of all of you today, as they continue to do this work and be visible for all of us, that you pray for them. And you pray prayers of protection as they are going into this place and space that was not made for us. And in fact, It was made to keep us out. And so today we are here 
with teepees on the front lawn, which frankly, Rory, if you could leave these up through the end of session, that would be a good thing. We are here in this moment because we are now implementing all of the things that people have been working on for so long. And this may be the hardest part as we make sure that we get it right. Because the pressure of carrying, of carrying the memory of all of those who have gone missing or that we have lost is heavy. But we can bear it together. And we know that with this office for our missing and murdered indigenous relatives, that has started this good work. There are things that we need to do, both as lawmakers, but as community, to make sure that we continue to work so that we don't actually need this office anymore. That our relatives are simply valued. That these beautiful children who are here don't have to worry about being seen and heard and valued and protected and believed and simply alive because we have done our work in this building behind us and we have also done our work in community. One of the most beautiful things that I have ever heard my daughter say is stop that. I'm not going to play with you anymore because that's not respectful and walking away. She knows her value because her reality is that she sees Native women every single day who deserve honor and who deserve respect, who are leaders in the community, who care for her, that she knows. She knows she gets to take up space. She knows she is of value and that every other child is of value too. So I am so grateful to MUSAC and to our sister, Nicole Matthews, who has been doing this work for a long time. But I hope that you can see your love and your care and your tenderness that has gotten us to this place where we can only go up from here. So we are in the final weeks of the legislative session and we have a tremendous amount of work that we have done, but in a tremendous amount of work that we can still do to make sure that we are investing in each other, in community, and that no other family member has to worry that their child, that their loved one, that their two-spirit relative will go missing because we simply will not allow it, we will not tolerate it, it's not who we are, it's not how we show up for each other or how we love each other. We're simply gonna take care of each other. That is our job inside here. That is our job in community. And it is an honor to be in this work with all of you. Ichi miigwech. So someone who has um, really answered the call for all of us, as we've had so many people who have come forward and who have told their stories, we don't need people to traumatize and re-traumatize themselves anymore in committee hearings or at press conferences. We're simply just going to listen to people and then take action. And one of the people who has done a tremendous amount of work, who has stepped up, who is the perfect fit, I think, for this role, is our director of the Missing and Murdered Indigenous Relatives Office. Please welcome Juliet Rudy. Hey, we'll have her on uh, maybe later today or uh, uh, next time. But we have uh, very inspiring there, Haley. Uh, great to hear Lieutenant Governor. And always amazes me that all these great speakers can go up there and I don't know about off the cuff, but definitely um, right. know what they're going to say and how they say it. So it's uh, totally inspiring and also seeing these intelligent women um, supporting our relatives. Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think, you know, uh, just speaking on, you know, missing and murdered Indigenous women, it's great to have great women in, in power right now. Exactly. Hey, up next, we have more of this. And then and at the end of the show, we're going to have Wendy with our sacred animal section. You listen to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Say it, 
I heard sex trafficking happens a lot in Indian country. What is that? Here are some of the real reasons why sex trafficking happens in Indian country. Unequal gender roles that were forced on us by colonization. Communities don't have enough resources. Silence around domestic and sexual violence. Lack of attention and justice for missing and murdered indigenous people. There's a lot of behavior that keeps our communities out of balance. These are just a few true reasons why native communities are targeted by traffickers. When these acts of violence happen in our communities, it opens us all up for exploitation. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. When it comes to mental health, connections with others can be a way forward. How do you reach out when you need someone? What do you do to support those who struggle? Whether you're struggling or know someone who struggles, see connections as comfort, hope, and joy. Like sending a text, sharing a moment, offering a hug, seeing an old friend, seeing your grandma. Together we can find ways to create a path forward. Visit cmentalhealth.org. Visit cmentalhealth.org. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Yes, and uh, they were emceeing today's event, uh, National Murdered and Missing Indigenous Women and Relatives Day all over the Turtle Island here. And we were at the state capitol and yeah. uh, listening to um, some tremendous words from our uh, our leaders and our relatives here, here in Minnesota. Um, we have another one uh, from uh, State Senator Mary Kunish. And why don't we take yeah. a listen, Haley? Yeah, of this, we wouldn't have had the task force or the office without her. She, um, you know, many years ago, when Savannah LaFontaine Graywin, well, it wasn't so many years ago, um, and who was so, you know, disturbed with what happened and wondering what she could do, and then was like, wait, I'm a legislator, I have, I can do stuff. Um, and, and she did. And she did it in the best way of always of pulling everybody in, pull, bringing people to the table who've been doing work in this community. And so I'm really honored to introduce um, Senator Mary Kunish. Yay! Senator Mary Kunish, I'm State Senator Mary Kunish, and I just greeted you in my uh, ancestral language of the Lakota people. I am a descendant of the Standing Rock Nation, and uh, very proud to follow in the footsteps of my great aunt, Josephine Gates Kelly, who was the first chairwoman of the Standing Rock Nation. She herself, I, I sometimes consider to be one of the first water protectors because she would literally hitchhike uh, from the Standing Rock Nations to Washington, D.C. to advocate for her, for her people uh, and to protect the water of the Dakotas. And so with that, I'm very, very proud to be here with all of you today. And I'd like to invite my two other legislative Native sisters, uh, Representative Becker Finn and Representative uh, 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 Keeler up to the, the podium with me because the work that we do here at the legislature, we do not do by ourselves, but we work together to ensure that these are, these are good changes that are happening 
uh, in Minnesota for our Native communities. As Nicole said, uh, about seven years ago, six years ago, I had an inspiration to create a task force to study the missing and murdered Indigenous women. As we heard the disturbing information coming out of Canada when they did their national study, and then the continued stories that we began to hear about more and more of our relatives going missing and being murdered. And I knew that Minnesota had to begin to address those issues. And so in collaboration with community and organizations like Nicole's and with, uh, uh, at that time, Representative Becker Finn uh, and our Lieutenant Governor, we began the, the work of the Missing and Murdered uh, Indigenous Women's Task Force. And with full support of both bodies here at the, at the Capitol, we were able to pass that legislation. And then came uh, Representative Keeler to join us and later Representative Alicia Koslowski because we knew that the work was going to be heavy, we knew it was going to be hard, we knew that it was going to be emotional, and we knew that it was never ending. And if you look at the legislation that we have been able to not only introduce and educate the legislature around when it comes to the indigenous rights, treaty rights, uh, uh, the areas that we have been historically left out of when decision making is done, there's not one part of the work that we do that does not include and needs to include the disparities of our indigenous people and our other folks of color. And so if you look up, if you would go to the website um, for both the House and the Senate, and you can do a search under bills and search under Native Americans and look at the list of the work of the legislation that was introduced this year. You will find the legislation spans every committee, every area of, of governmental work. In education, we're making sure that there's American that Indian studies for all. We're making sure that nobody, that no community, no school, no team, can use the image or the name of our indigenous people without our permission. We're making sure that our kids can put an eagle feather on their hats when they graduate. And no, it is not an unfunded mandate. We're making sure that our students can wear their medicine, their tobacco medicine um, around their necks to encourage them to get the education that they need to give back to their communities. These are the sort of things that we have to do. You, should, you would think, well, isn't that just something that they should be able to do, that we should be able to do, those innate rights? But we have to establish them legislatively. We're creating the um, Energy Council for American Indians so that our tribes can uh, participate in the plans for the future. We're making sure that our, our uh, police organizations, our own tribal police, have their autonomy. They know what their communities need. They know how to address the issues at hand. And they don't need the county to tell them when and how to do it. There is so much that is happening here at the legislature and the work of the missing and murdered indigenous relatives does not end. We're not done. We may have cr created that task force and put together an incredible report. We might have established this wonderful, wonderful missing and murdered indigenous relatives office, but that isn't where it ends. I am really very excited to uh, be assured that um, after this year's legislation, anybody and all of you would be able to purchase your very own specialty MMIR license plate. And those dollars that, um, that you pay towards that license plate is going to go into a reward, uh, reward system that we are establishing within that MMIR office. So that means corporations, tribes, individuals, all of you can contribute to the continued work that we are doing. And when we, I had the inspiration actually from uh, Representative Koslowski who created that fund up in Duluth. And I thought, wow, if they're doing that in Duluth, <laughs> let's do it here in all of Minnesota.
So um, those reward dollars will go directly towards the work that we have begun here. It was fabulous to see the children here because the work that we're doing is not just for the here and now, it is to remember and to respect those that we have lost over our generations, uh, but it's also for the future. It's for those children, for my grandchildren, and it's for the next seven generations that we do this work. And I can't say, uh, I can't say it enough times or loud enough, Wopilatanka, Chimigwich, Pinigigi, Pilamia, thank you all for being here today to acknowledge and remember this very, very important day, but also to continue to do the work with us. Thank you. Wow, that was uh, State Senator Mary Kunish, and again, uh, a regular on our show, Wendy, and just totally, totally inspiring. Very inspiring. It was wonderful yeah. to hear her. What it, and Haley, what did you think? You were there, another uh, uh, warrior, woman warrior that's uh, leading the way for our state and our, our people here. Yeah, absolutely. And and there was a, a field trip uh, with some kids out there. Uh, I forget where the which school they were coming from, but just amazing to see that. And, and like she said, you know, it, it is going for the next future generations. And it was awesome. The kids did a round dance and, and we all joined in and it was very special. Well, I didn't because, you know, I'll break a hip, but. Uh... That's that's true. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> well, we got to, and there was also there was food there and um, tea, vegan vegan food, tea. Uh, we got rose water, uh, lavender, fresh lavender that we got to yeah. put in a bag. Yeah, definitely, and that was from the African American group from Chicago that was uh, handing that out. So it was a big celebration. It's hard to say a celebration, but it was a a big gathering in. Uh, in support of uh, MMIWR and uh, what more can you ask for? And uh, up next, we're gonna have uh, State Senator Heather Keeler and then Jamie Becker-Finn speak to us too and and just comment mm -hmm. on that. And again, uh, it's Fun Fact Friday, so Wendy can bring us back back together again and, uh, and be uh, totally chilled out for the weekend. So we're appreciative of that. Uh, we need it, we need yeah. the Fun Fact Friday. And it was good, too. As soon as I got there, I was in a meeting at the same time, but I got, uh, Linda said hi to you, Wendy, uh, mm, Linda Thompson. Nice. She asked about you and uh, smudged me off as soon as I walked in there. Oh, how lovely of her. That's so yeah, nice. She's a real deal. So mm. her and her family, we always have a special place in our heart for her. And so, hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake and uh, a kind of a solemn day but also a good day mm -hmm. a good day to uh, celebrate the positive things at the capitol that have been happening this last couple of years with uh, the leaders now kowalski and now uh, uh keeler becker finn mm -hmm. yeah and of course our lieutenant governor who we love so much and gives us uh, every two weeks a nice little uh and she enjoys doing it i talked yeah, to her today she gives us a great update it's wonderful Hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake. Stay with us. Your Blue Line Extension Project wants to hear from you. We are working on extending the Blue Line Light Rail into North Minneapolis, Robbinsdale, Crystal, and Brooklyn Park, and connecting it to our growing transit system. Tell us about your neighborhood, your business, your family, and what you need from your Blue Line. Learn more and share more of your story at yourblueline.org. That's yourblueline.org. When it comes to mental health, making connections with others can be a way forward. How do you reach out when you need someone? What do you do to support those who struggle? Connections can bring comfort, hope, and joy. Find ways that work for yourself and others like sending a text, sharing a moment, offering a hug, seeing an old friend, creating space to listen. Visit cmentalhealth.org. That's cmentalhealth.org. cmentalhealth.org. I'm Angela Warner for Warner Stellium. Sometimes appliances break. Other times you spend years wishing they would. We get it. 
That's why right now we're paying you to upgrade with our trade-in sale. We'll pay you $50 for each appliance you replace. Our in-store specialists take out the guesswork of wondering what's the best one and which one will fit. Then Warner Stallion Professional Crews will deliver, install, and take your old stuff away, saving you time and money. So outsource your stress and shop family-owned Warner Stallion. At Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, we have wood stoves that qualify for the new 30% income tax credit. A great opportunity to get an efficient stove and heat with renewable energy. Right now, avoid supply chain delays, avoid the fall rush, avoid bad weather installation, and save money because we are now discounting the price on all chimney parts you need for installation for any of Woodland's new stoves and fireplaces. We can help you with the stove and the chimney planning. Want to do it yourself? We will help you determine all the parts needed with our installation know-how. We have been installing wood stoves and fireplaces for over 45 years. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces has over 35 working wood, gas, and electric units on display at the corner of East Franklin and Riverside Avenue in Minneapolis. Save money. Take advantage of the spring and summer chimney discounts when you buy any fireplace product right now at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. Hey, it's Tom. Fossil fuels continue to have negative impacts on our environment. Luckily, there are more ways now than ever to use renewable energy in your home or business. All Energy Solar offers smart energy solutions like custom solar paneling, electric vehicle chargers, and energy storage. Solar panel systems can last for decades, meaning you can help the environment and cut back on electric bills for years to come. There are incentives and rebates available to most people who install solar energy, too. Last year, the federal solar tax credit increased to a 30% tax credit. This incentive can be used in combination with other incentives from your utility, county, or city. But don't delay or miss out, as many of these incentives are limited to only a certain number of people. So have a professional from All Energy Solar help you discover how solar can power up your property while saving on your energy costs. Call 800-620-3370 or visit allenergysolar.com. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for showers and storms tonight with a low around 55, Saturday rain with a high near 67, and Sunday partly sunny with a high near 72. Get paid to upgrade. Warner Stellion will buy your appliance for $50 during our trade-in sale. No one else saves you more time from shopping to free professional delivery like Warner Stellion. Put us to the test. Shop Minnesota family-owned warnerstellion.com. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Native American Community Development Institute in Minneapolis. Yes, it is. Hey, we're uh, celebrating today. Well, it's uh, Native American Heritage Month here in Minnesota, and but today is National MMIWR Day, uh, Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Relatives and we have uh, a couple more. Well, we have another speech, uh, two more speeches to go that are inspiring. But uh, Haley, uh, what else did you take away today at the at the Capitol? I think uh, it was it was cloudy when we went there, and then when everything started, it got sunny and and uh, it was it was very good weather. And uh, yeah, uh, I yeah, I know. I brought. I brought my umbrella and then didn't need it, ended up actually taking off my jacket. It was getting so nice out, which I think is a, a really good sign from from our uh, father sky there, sending some yeah. good vibes down on us. And um, But yeah, I think just all in all, it was a really, really amazing experience. And, and even if you're not Native, I think coming down and supporting and, and just getting in a sense of the community is amazing as well. And I know we love our allies and everything and, and the support is just amazing from everybody. So. Yeah. Really good point. I saw at least a, a, a close to a dozen other representatives and state senators there in the audience, uh, cheering on their, their colleagues that were up there speaking and, and being there to support, uh, this huge, huge day for us and many reasons why, uh, 
we don't we talk about it a lot here wendy where it's such a high percentage of uh indigenous and brown and black pe- uh, people that go missing and nobody really cares mm-hmm. yeah you hear the the news all the time with the big um you know hoopla about you know anybody who goes mi- missing is important and should be uh televised and in the newspaper and you know splattered on social media but when it is a bipoc person you do see that it doesn't happen as often you know and i always bring this up to state representative heather keeler she spoke a few years ago at this and she she uh, had me crying what she said about her her boys she told her sons that i will never leave you if i am missing look for me. Mm-hmm. I will yeah. never leave you. And that's kind of the big push off that the police have with BIPOC and indigenous people is like, oh, they're probably on a bender or they're somewhere else or they, they ran away. Or they went on their own fruition and left and, you know, right. yeah. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a terrible thing. It really is. And I think on, on, uh, I was uh, watching something on the news here just before the show. And I think they said it was uh, Minnesota's population was made up of one percent natives, and that was it. So wow, yeah, yeah. Well, and and we have the highest population of MMIW, but we have a, a lot of issues to go along with that. And I think there's, I think I last heard there was three uh, percent Native American, and and of course we have our descendants too that, you know, they don't right. want to count. But uh, I'm sure right, we have right. a higher number than than one percent and we used to be a hundred percent exactly exactly so, <laughs> gotta throw that yeah. in there right now hey but <laughs> that's uh that's uh listen to uh clip three and we have two state representatives going to be speaking to us and uh they'll introduce themselves uh my name is jamie becker finn i wore a wrap dress in the wind which was not a great choice but um <laughs> it was the best red that i had to wear uh, so I am, I'm from Leech Lake. I grew up uh, in the Cass Lake area. I now represent uh, Ramsey County suburbs, uh, but I'm the judiciary chair over in the house. And so I have been spending uh, all of my time. I came directly over here from negotiations with the Senate and uh, working on the judiciary and public safety budget. And that is where a lot of these things that we're talking about are funded there. And it matters that I'm in that room. I don't know what decisions would be made. Uh, this is the time of year when things get cut. Um, and I, it is really important to me that I am in that room uh, as we're talking about funding the MMIR office, the reward fund, uh, tribal law enforcement jurisdiction to make sure our tribal police officers are held at the same level uh, as other uh, law enforcement throughout the state. That's an important part of closing those gaps uh, in the work we all do. Uh, and I will just really quickly say to uh, Representative Kozlowski is, is not here today, but um, having them here with us uh, in the legislature uh, has made a difference. I think um, this is the, the strongest version of the House Native Caucus, uh, you know, that we've been able to build over time. And I think that's incredibly important. And yes. Uh, with Representative Keeler uh, and Representative Kozlowski. And I also just want to name, too, that this is an especially hard time for our two-spirit kids and relatives with all of the hate and the anti-trans stuff that is happening out there that, um, you know, send some extra love and and note. I just really want to note that, that this is a really hard time for our two-spirit relatives and we can all support them and that that supports all of us when we take care of those kids. So, uh, miigwech for being here today. I'm going to pass it off uh, to Rep Keeler. Hello, everyone. I, I always love coming here because representation matters. And as Lieutenant Governor talked about looking out here and seeing the teepees on the lawn, this is what representation looks like. Um, we talk a lot about what it means when we don't see ourselves in spaces. And I talk about it from an education lens, um, but it expands much further than that, that I often say I have four degrees and I've never seen a teacher in front of the classroom who looks like me, which subliminally tells us we don't belong in those spaces. But even when you think about it, the story of Pocahontas is actually glorifying our first um, murdered and missing indigenous woman on this land. And ever since then, we've been designed to be invisible, but not in Minnesota, not anymore. We passed MIFPA, which is the Minnesota Indian Family Preservation Act. 
And we did that because we know the federal government is trying to attack us continuously through our kids and we refuse to let that happen here in Minnesota. Also, we are going to establish Indigenous Peoples Day instead of Columbus Day, understanding that we deserve to be seen and celebrated. So it's so much bigger than just murdered and missing Indigenous women. It's refusing to be invisible in our own state. It's refusing to allow individuals to make choices for us instead of with us. So I wanna encourage each of you as you go back to your communities and share the message of hope and love and that we belong here. And when we are here, we have 80 plus bills that are designed just for people like me and you. That's massive and that doesn't happen without a lieutenant governor, without senators, without representatives at these tables. So continue to encourage the next generations to show up with us. Continue to encourage your legislators to be bold in the movements that we're using. We're trying to end homelessness but because we know we should not be homeless on our own land ever. Continue to show up and have grace with each other. We have to remember that we're moving into a generation that absolutely is losing culture because of the out, because of boarding schools and because of what that has happened to us. And so have grace as we move through cultural revitalization. Have grace as we move through language revitalization and understanding that it's not always our fault in the ways that we show up in spaces, but have love for each other, lead with love, and continue to encourage each other. Thank you. Oh. Uh, state son, state representative Heather Keeler. I always, why do I say that? I think I want her to be senator. She Wendy. will be someday. That's right. There you go. Uh, I was talking to the lieutenant governor today too, and I said, "Well, you know, you started as a school board member, then you were a state representative, then you became uh, lieutenant governor, mm-hmm. and I think the next step is senator. Like, take maybe Tina's uh, spot in a few years, and then president. Yeah. You, and she. There is no and, stopping. She laughed and I said, well, we're all over Wisconsin. So, you know, we have uh, uh, not only Minnesota, but we have people knowing who you are. And uh, I think it's I think it's awesome that all these leaders are are, are first of all, they're all women. Yeah. Strong women. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And that's perfect. And uh, what did you think of uh, 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 Representative Keeler? Uh, pretty awesome. Right, Haley? Oh, yeah. I, I loved her energy and, and just talking uh, what did she say? Uh, Pocahontas was our first example, really. And, yeah. you know, as a Gen Z, I did grow up watching that movie. And um, I think that's a great example of of uh, missing and murdered Indigenous women and relatives. And it, it was, yeah, it was, um, it was really great. Yeah, uh, you know, your point to it, I think she was uh, 12 years old when... Uh, 12 or 14 when she was kidnapped and um she ended up dying in england so the glorification of uh disney but i better not say that because it'll sue me but uh of the (laughs) stories that go on um just are not realistic and uh, you know they they get people get freaked out when uh you know the what what the african-american is now uh 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 the mermaid yeah. Well, oh, you yeah. Know, history needs to be rewritten, and it needs to be written with the truth in in mind. Yeah. Exactly. So the real yeah. truth of Pocahontas, the real truth of the colonizers, and right. and Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving. We like to exactly. call it Thanksgiving. So here. all of that needs yeah. to be rewritten the the with the right uh, truth to it, and taught to children. Well, yeah. and, you know, we can go beyond uh, Native Americans, Wendy. Mm-hmm. It's like we just heard uh, the last few years about that beautiful community of African Americans that had their own banks, their own, and they burned the whole town down. And yep. no one heard about it yep. until just recently. I know. It's really sad. It really is. It's just... Well, they say that history history is written by the victors, and that's definitely what's happened in mm-hmm. on Turtle Island here in this country. Um yeah, I, you know, you know, Manhattan was bought with a couple blankets and some uh, shiny, uh, shiny Trinkets, beads. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, or glass beads, right? Yeah, that's the way it goes, and it's really sad. And hopefully, it will. There, more awareness will keep coming about, and these um, celebrations or rallies that we have 
bring more awareness. People are going there, they're participating, and they're learning. Exactly. Well, speaking of participating and learning, we got coming up next uh, our sacred animal portion, and it's Fun Facts Friday, I do believe. Yes. It feels like it was just Friday, (laughs) and now it's Friday again. This week really went by fast. I think that's what happens to us when we get older. Yeah, time speeds up. Just like uh, they say... uh, our dogs, you know, by how old they are and how long they live, one day is like a week. Yeah. So I'm like kind of a, a dog now, I think. <laughs> We're all dogs. <laughs> Easy. Hey, you're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake. Stay with us. Hey, Ogama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. When it comes to mental health, connections with others can be a way forward. How do you reach out when you need someone? What do you do to support those who struggle? Whether you're struggling or know someone who struggles, see connections as comfort, hope, and joy. Like sending a text, sharing a moment, offering a hug, seeing an old friend, seeing your grandma. Together we can find ways to create a path forward. Visit cmentalhealth.org. Visit cmentalhealth.org. Your Blue Line Extension Project wants to hear from you. We are working on extending the Blue Line Light Rail into North Minneapolis, Robbinsdale, Crystal, and Brooklyn Park, and connecting it to our growing transit system. Tell us about your neighborhood, your business, your family, and what you need from your Blue Line. Learn more and share more of your story at yourblueline.org. That's yourblueline.org. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Wow, that was a strong howl. Hey, I want to introduce, before I introduce you, Wendy, I just want one of our listeners uh, corrected me or helped me out here. It was called Black Wall Street that was burned. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Thank you so much. Yeah. And then also she said that uh, Manhattan was supposedly bought for $24. Mm. Well, that was a lot of money back then. Yeah, I (laughs) Not that much. But hey, I want to introduce my awesome, beautiful wife. Wendy's been an animal advocate for many years and she's been doing the show for over seven years and I learned stuff, things important stuff, fun mm-hmm. stuff yeah. um, every day. So yeah. take it away, Wendy. Yes, thank you. Hey, everybody. My name is Hanaji Hihani, and that means cares for them. I was given that name by my Dega Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajinga, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the Humane Society of the United States, and I work on animal issues at the local and state level, and it's always my pleasure to do that. Before I get into my Fun Fact Friday, I want to wish our little dog, Wanda, a happy birthday. Today is her birthday. Happy birthday, Wanda. 
Yeah, Wanda is a little, um, she's 13 years old today. Uh, Robert and I have had her for six years. Wow. Yeah, so for us, it's she seems like a six-year-old dog, not a 13-year-old dog. Uh, she also had uh, recent ACL surgery uh, because she's a little, we call her Wild Wanda because <laughs> she's a little bit wild. Yeah. <laughs> she loves to run and jump and she's very, very active. Um, and she did have surgery. The surgery went really well, except that um, Wanda, Wanda's, wild. Wanda's wild. And the stitching that they put in, uh, I guess with fishing wire, the doctor said it was 40 pounds worth of fishing wire weight. or wire yeah. weight that they use is torn and ripped. So um, we're going to wait a few weeks. She's going to go back to the vet and we're going to determine whether she's healed up enough or if she needs another uh, surgery. So happy birthday, yeah. Wanda. We love Wanda. Yeah. And after and the show, we're going to go for a nice long W-A-L-K. I have yeah. to spell it because she's sitting next to me. And if I say the word, she'll just uh, lift her ears up and think that we're going right now. So All right. start barking. Yeah. So I have this uh, website here that I've been reading off and has 300 fun facts of <laughs> uh, different animal facts. And uh, I believe that we left off at 193. I'm not really <laughs> sure if I if I said this one before. Excuse me, but um, this one says dogs can see better when the light is low. Like so, magic time and film time. I would think so. Yes. And 192. Even okay. though a polar bear's average body temperature is 98.6 degrees, they don't give off any detectable heat, so they won't show up in an infrared photos. Can you repeat that? I will. Even though a polar bear's average body temperature is 98.6 degrees, they don't give off any detectable heat, so they won't show up in infrared photographs. That's, I really have to think about that. Yeah, I, it's really amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah, they don't go into detail of why and, and what what happens, but yeah, that's 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 what it is. Maybe you could do a whole show on that sometime. Yeah, I had to look this one up. This is, in general, uh, Asiatic Jeroboas. That's J-E-R-B-O-A-S. It might be Jeroboas. Jeroboas, so Asiatic. Uh, Jeroboas from Asia have five toes on their back feet, and Jeroboas from Africa have three toes on their back feet. So I looked up a little. Im I looked up an image of what a Jeroboas looks like, and it's a really cute little animal. It's kind of like the size of a mouse, but it has big ears like a rabbit, and it has legs like a kangaroo, and it hops. And they're mostly found in uh, North America and Asia, and uh, they're really cute. And their toes are different from where they where they live, so they're very cute little animals. I've never seen one in person, but they are cute. Uh, Noctil bats fly before sunset, whereas pipistrellas appear soon after sunset. So there's different bats also that fly before sunset and others that appear soon after sunset. I mm. didn't know that. I think the ones here is uh, soon after sunset. Mm. Yes, we do see them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Fireflies, as we already know and we've mentioned, are also known as lightning bugs. When yeah. I was a kid, we called them lightning bugs. We didn't call them fire, fireflies. I, think, I don't even think we said lightning. I think we said light bugs. Oh, light bugs? No, we said lightning bugs. Well, you're from a different part of the country. Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> well, oh. uh, duck, duck, gray duck. I've <laughs> never heard of that until I moved to Minnesota. We always said duck, duck, goose. goose. Yeah. yeah, duck, duck, goose, not duck, duck, gray duck. Okay. <laughs> or you guys say pop also. Right. And we always, we never say pop. We say soda. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Female polar bears normally start having baby cubs at the age of four or five. Oh. Yeah, so they have to be a little bit more on a, you know, mature, mature. That's what I'm trying to say. You weren't looking at me when you said that word, either, <laughs> by the way. There are roughly 24,000 species of butterflies. Butterflies are freedom fly. Well, fly away. we have to keep our butterflies. They're very important for the 
Um, well, I saw uh, white ones here about a week ago oh, flying out in the fr- front, and nice. I was like, wow, it just got warm, too. Yeah, I hope our stuff starts growing really uh, fast now <laughs> that the weather's just starting to warm up. Um, for you uh, people out there who don't know, Robert and I got rid of our front lawn. It was all dug up, and we built—I didn't build it. A woman came and helped. I did help. Yeah, you did. And we built a big prairie garden, and it has um, rain, rain garden. Yeah, little four rain gardens, and it has a stumpery. So a stumpery is a just a pile of old logs <laughs> or stumps. Uh, but you could see that there's all different little bugs and stuff. Yeah, I can't wait until the little frogs come. I just read recently that the bugs that live in your yard might stay there in there for their entire lives and never leave your yard. They won't go to Hawaii or Florida for commercial. (laughs) They won't even go to the next door neighbor. They'll just stay in your yard if they're happy and they have everything that they need. I thought that was kind of cute. That is. Butterflies can only see the colors red, green, and yellow. I wonder how they test a butterfly for that. They ask them, right? Okay. Sit over here and what color is this? (laughs) Oh, you need glasses? Oh. Hippos. (laughs) This is a gross one. I don't know if I should say this. No, I'm going to say it. Hippos attract mates by urinating and defecating. That's really sexy, I'd have to say. Oh, wow. Polar bears, another polar bears. Polar bears are pretty popular on this list. Polar bears are the world's largest land predators. Wow. I would have thought maybe um, a a rhinoceros or a hippopotamus. Impossibus. Elephants aren't predators, though. They eat veggies. They're they're, vegans. That's why we like them. I know. Okay, I'm going to say this wrong, but... Let's see if I could say it. Arachnophobia. Arachnophobia is the fear of spiders. If anybody oh, listened. an arachophobia? Yeah. yeah. Arachophobia is a fear of spiders. I never had a uh, fear of spiders. I actually like spiders. I um, probably have that. You have a fear of spiders? I yeah. do, but I, I love them, so I always try to get them outside without killing them. Oh, yeah, I do Wendy. too. Well, um, I remember last year we had a spider living up on the top of our stairwell. Do you remember that spider? Yes. We named him Legs. <laughs> you and, named him Legs. Um, I named him Legs. And I remember um, Jelaine, uh, Robert's daughter, my stepdaughter, was coming to stay you know, for the weekend to take care of the dogs. And I said, you're going to walk up the stairs and you're going to see the spider with his little web. Just leave him. He lives, <laughs> he lives at our house and his name's Legs. So he's catching all the other critters we don't want. So spiders are good. And they'll leave and they'll go away when they catch all the other uh, creepy crawlers you don't want in your house. Hey, today was National Murdered and Missing Indigenous Women and Relatives Day. We wanted to say, uh, think of your relatives and uh, think of everyone. And really great show. And Wendy, thanks for rounding it up. Uh-huh. Haley, thank you for all you do. And thank our guests here. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. Free Leonard Peltier. Now. <laughs> <laughs>